week, we try a little different format on the show. Our scheduled guest unfortunately had to cancel the day of the interview, so we decided instead to have Kip respond to Reddit and Google comments and reviews. We also had in a few rants about barred restaurant guests as well as coworkers. Essentially, a bitch session. A little something different than our regular interviews and also a little shorter. Hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Industry Podcast. My name is Kip. This is Dan. What's happening with you, Dan? Not much, man. Uh, back at work this week, so the week of freedom was short-lived and well-enjoyed, but uh, back to the salt mine I go. Chasing ships. Yeah, that's right. That nice. is correct. I'm starting to sound like Ed McMahon all the time by going, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to call a little bit of an audible for um, today's program. Uh, we had a last-second cancellation for our uh, guest this evening. This is, happens way more frequently than you might imagine. It's, think of it as like that employee at your bar or restaurant who waits till like five minutes before the shift to let you know that they're not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. So we're going to call an audible, and this episode's going to be uh, something we're going to call Kip Responds to Reddit Reviews of Sugar Run. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, we'll get to that in a second, but before we do, we should mention that we've had lots of uh, great episodes for you to listen to in the archives. We didn't want to leave you guys without any content this week. We care that much. So we're, like, we're always going to give the people what they're looking for, so we're definitely coming with an episode uh, this week. And we, uh, we will rebook uh, today's guest who was not able to attend. So in the archives recently, we've had Julie Juki, the Tequila Fairy from Tequila Tromba. Mm -hmm. We had John McPherson, who's a Scotch ambassador for PMA. Well, that was a super interesting discussion about all things whiskey. And then we had recently John Rennie in a very interesting conversation about mental health and the service industry that you should check out. Also, if you are liking what you listen to uh, here on the Industry Podcast, then you should be subscribing, rating, reviewing. And it's very easy to do. Just do it. Just do it. Yes, yeah. it takes a couple seconds, and it helps us out a lot. Yeah. If you want to be a guest on the show, please DM us at the Industry Podcast. You can also reach us by email now as That's well. That's right. Yes. yes. We finally, we've moved into the... 21st century? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Anyway, the email address, which I will put a link to in the show notes as always, is info at the industry podcast dot club yeah so shoot us an email or shoot us a dm we'll respond to either if you'd like to be on the show and tell your story as usual a giant shout out to zach hanna of at zach hanna design for all the great work he does for us yeah check out zach hanna's work on his instagram feeds and also link with him to uh for graphic design that you might need mm-hmm so yeah, this is a little interesting. Like I said, we're doing a last-second pivot here, so we'll see how this goes. But uh, we thought we'd give you... We've all had to read annoying Reddit reviews about the places that we work at slash own, and mm -hmm. so... As well as Google reviews as well. Well, Google I reviews. just pulled those up while you oh, were doing great. the intro so as well. This should be fantastic. So yeah, we're going to just go through a couple of these and get some rebuttal from Kip, as well as <laughs> his comments and rants on... On clients and whatnot and whatever else comes up. Just generally yeah. a, a bitch session by guys just drinking beers and getting drunk. Yes, and uh, <laughs> we should also mention that if we, we, we might get into some pet peeves for guests that we have or staff that we have. And mm -hmm. if you, uh, we were thinking about adding a new section to uh, our weekly podcast where if you have 
any of our industry professional friends listening to this podcast, if you have pet peeves of guests or co-workers or staff that you'd like to share with us, then we'll, uh, we'll read them on our weekly show before we get started every week. It'll be a new um, section of the podcast that we're yeah. going to try and launch. So DM us for that as well, or email us at the aforementioned email address. Yes, info at theindustrypodcast.club. That is correct. Dot club is the domain name on that one. And, of course, Instagram is just at the industry podcast. Yeah, and eventually we'll get the website going through there as well. Yeah. Which means give it like 2024, 2025. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, without further ado, oh. let's uh, jump into the episode. Kip responds to Reddit reviews. Okay, well, let's go to the Reddit comments first then. So this just got posted the other day. I noticed this when just happened to be cruising the local Reddit subs just to see what the hell's going on, see what people are bitching about locally because it's always a good laugh. Usually people getting their bike tires stuck in train tracks and how the city should be having warning signs everywhere to let them know. That's my so, favorite. Well, that's just a good preamble to what we're dealing with Yeah, here. yeah, you're dealing with the best and the brightest. <laughs> so this one starts off with... First, I'll, I'll read the first first main uh, comment on this. The start of the subreddit here. It goes, has anyone been to Sugar Run Bar? Is it worth the rigmarole that they put you through to try and find out where this place is and go there tonight, or should we skip it? Uh, am I supposed to respond to this part, or is there more to come? He does say, he does have an edit afterwards where he has something nice to say, but I'll, I'll no. read, you want to hear that? I can read that afterwards. Yeah, the fucking rigmarole. Like, yeah. what are we really asking you to do? This is what um, my business partner Justin always talks about all the time. It's like, why are people so fucking boring? Like, put a little adventure in your life. All we're asking you to do is the very minimal amount it takes to figure out what our fucking password is, and then just find the place. It's, a, it's exciting. It's an adventure. It's the whole fucking point of a speakeasy. Well, one of the responses to that question was as follows. I'd like to hear your comment on this. <laughs> you actually have to give a password to go there? For real? I'm unprepared for this level of commitment just to go out for a drink. There are lots of places that accept money in exchange for alcohol and food. Oh, boy. Oh, where do we even start? Okay, first of all, fuckstick. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably go to those bars because it's very clear that you are unprepared to come to my bar because if your idea of a good time is just like whoever will take your money for beer, then yeah, you could probably find that on the street. And quite frankly, in the alley outside of Sugar Run, you could probably find a much better time than alcohol for just money you're going to hand over to anybody. What we're trying to provide at a speakeasy or a high-end cocktail lounge is an experience. And uh Seems like, uh, what's this guy's name? Oh, uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seems like Black Widow is not, is, not, uh, is not prepared for that kind of a time and would prefer to just hang out at your local Kelsey's or wherever. And that's totally fine. I'm not, I'm not slagging on those types of restaurants, but you're, you are clearly unprepared to go out for a time that's a little bit more of an adventure and an elevated experience. Yes. Well, Krabby Joe's is just around the corner there. That, that's uh, right. They could go to Krabby Joe's. Uh, high class echelon of food and ambiance. Okay, one of the re one of the responses to this was actually along the lines of what you just said. The password and hidden location is all about making it feel like a real speakeasy. I don't think they'd actually turn you away at the door, but they'll ask for the password. It's about the experience. Hmm, so someone who actually gets it. That's correct. And then someone asks, how do you get the password? Someone points out it's on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, Black Widow actually said thanks for the reply when they found out. So, oh. so however... 
just past that. Well, Black Widow, we'd be happy to have you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Full of woo, response was, it was a bit more expensive than I thought it would be, but the cocktails were unique and appeared to be top shelf. I didn't confirm the brand, so that's why I say appeared. Oh. Because the brands are yes. what make it top shelf? Yes. Okay. That, now, look, I'm going to give, what's this guy's name again? Woo? Uh, full of woo. Full of woo. Full of woo. Okay. Uh, well, full of woo. Let me explain something to you about how uh, pricing works in a high-end cocktail lounge. The, you, what you were paying for is the experience, the atmosphere, everything that went into creating that atmosphere, because bars, when they do a build-out like this, have to eventually make their money back on it. Also... You're paying for the prep work that goes into making these beautiful cocktails uh, with the garnishes. All of this takes time. All of it I have to pay someone to do. Eventually this money needs to be recuperated or we don't make even our rent, let alone a profit. So yes, we have to charge a little bit more for our cocktails for that reason. Now, a comment about the brands is inane because like, let me tell you something. Like, I'm not saying that uh, a certain type of whiskey or whatever doesn't affect what type of cocktail you're making, but I mean, it's not the price of the brand that you're using that makes any difference. It's what that brand tastes like and how it pairs with what you're putting in the cocktail, not like, oh, well, I guess it makes sense that we're paying more because they put fucking Grey Goose in it yeah. instead of Smirnoff. That makes no difference. I will say Full of Woo did have an earlier comment that says, I have been... I had been in this place and thought it was a great little place. I would check it out at least once. Yeah, see, so, I love you too, Full of Woo. Yeah, Come so back anytime. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting, actually, kind of how it devolves here and here based on age and whatnot. So that other comment responded to that says, I do follow them on Instagram. The pictures really do look top-notch, but I am older and more uncool than most of you kids here. I don't think I'm the target market for this bar, and they don't want us there. What does that mean? Like, Well, this is the same, too. However, Full of Woo responded with, I'm not their demographic either. Team, get off my lawn reporting for duty. <laughs> so this is an older guy. And, but he is not the I'm fucking positive. 47. <laughs> and he said, yeah, he goes, it's a fun night out. Bar was a unique experience. So I say try it once and see what happens. So, All right. Well, I appreciate that. Whoever, which whether it was full of woo or get off my lawn, I can't even keep track of these guys anymore. But I will say this, like, we're after any demographic. It's not, we're not trying to create an experience that's too cool for you. We're just trying to create an elevated experience with a nice atmosphere and top shelf cocktails. I don't know if you've got to be in a certain age demographic to appreciate those things, but no. uh, maybe I don't get it. Yeah, and then someone else, obviously our age, responded that I'm almost 50 and went with older folks, felt great, didn't feel out of place at all. It was quiet, intimate place, much preferable to a nightclub atmosphere. Drinks and food were very good. Location and password are just part of the fun, and it's worth it. Oh, look, somebody's smart from Reddit. Yeah, we got a bunch of nice comments here. I got to find some more. I should, I mean, I need to post more asshole comments on here. <laughs> God damn it. So anyway, so then, then we got this comment, which I, <laughs> which I kind of find. Probably nothing for you to c- complain about here, but it made me laugh. The first bartender wasn't great, and the cocktails weren't really worth it. But about eight months ago, they got a new head bartender who used to be a Grand Trunk, and the cocktails are now excellent. Wow. They, they do cost 14 to $16 a drink, though, so no, that's going, that's going in. Doors isn't hard to find, just around the back, location, Google Maps, you don't want to solve the riddles, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, and uh, okay, I don't really, I mean, I, I disagree. I think our first bartender 
shout out to Dan Collins, who was actually the first guest on our podcast. Made mm-hmm. great cocktails, and uh, it sounds like maybe his ex girlfriend wrote that comment. Yeah, his ex girlfriend <laughs> wrote that. <laughs> I don't know if she can write that eloquently, though. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, like you know what, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everybody has their own palate. If you like Matt's cocktails, Matt Houston is our current bartender. He is also phenomenal. If you like his cocktails better than Dan's, that's fine. I just don't feel like you need to disparage one over the other. They're both great. Yeah. And thanks to both of them for everything they've done. Oh, here's a couple comments. Might get you angry. (laughs) Not so much angry, but more people's perspectives on what going out to a night, night out involves and what they think is worth the value. Okay. So one of these comments, I'll, I'll, I'll say the first comment, then you can comment on the second one that follows after that. Thanks for the info. We are, we are the type to date night with 40 bucks, so it might save this place for another time. Okay, so the next comment went, was this from someone else. I went a bunch when they first opened, and it was cool a couple times, but I found it to be overpriced. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I've already sort of addressed the, how the pricing works, so we can, we can go back to that. But there's many. And I look, let me just say, I understand that the, if, you have, if you aren't in the service industry, you might not understand why pricing works the way it does. If we get, if we get mass-shipped shitty ingredients from like a Cisco or a GFS or one of these big supply companies then, yeah, that'll make your drink price lower, but it'll also make your drink shittier. So you're paying for quality, you're also paying for labor, and you're paying for atmosphere. All of those factors go into it. Let me address, who's the $40 date night man? That was the the black, the original poster. Uh, the Black, black Widow. Widow. Yeah. Fuck, Black Widow, you are my guy today. Yeah. The, if, where the fuck are you going for a date night for $40? And I, I'm, if, 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 I don't well, know if the Black Widow is male or female, nor do I know if the Black Widow's partner is male or female, <laughs> but whoever the partner of the Black Widow is, it might be time to shop around on Bumble. <laughs> because if your fucking partner's taking you out for a $40 evening... Like oh, and it's also going back to Black Widow's original on the edit part of his post. Thanks for your thoughts on Sugar Run. Bit out of the budget for tonight, but we're going to check it out in a few weeks on our wedding anniversary. Oh well, now I just feel bad. Well, he's not going to go there anymore. I don't fucking feel bad. Forty fucking bucks. Like you can't even go to McDonald's <laughs> for forty bucks for a date night. No, that's very true. Like maybe he's just drinking forties out of a paper bag in an alley. That's usually me. Oh, that's is, are you Black Widow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking cold 45s out in the alleyway out of my shopping cart. <laughs> uh, like, I just don't even know what to say. Like, if, if you're literally taking your partner out for a $40 fucking date night, where are you going? I honestly don't know. I would like to know the answer to that question. Yeah. Black Widow, if you're out there and you're listening, you're probably not, but please email us and tell us where you go for $40. Yes. Well, actually, here's, a, here's actually a, a post you might want to actually an, uh, can answer too. Can you make reservations for the patio or does that ruin the whole speakeasy vibe? Well, it doesn't ruin the whole speakeasy vibe, but I have my own issue about reservations in general where it's like, the problem is, this can get into some of our pet peeves and guests, like people have start taken to like making reservations at multiple places and then just if they get their first choice, they could just go there instead. Or they decide that they've changed their mind and are not going out, and they don't even bother calling you. And and we are holding tables in a smaller space. Like, if you have a giant restaurant, like, let's say a 200-seat restaurant, you can afford to take reservations because, like, if you're holding one table for a couple or a group and they don't show up, it's not the end of the world for you. You can give that away to a walk-in after a certain amount of time. 
But if you're in a smaller seat restaurant and you're holding a table for people and then they don't show up or they show up with way less people that they said they were going to show up with or they show up with way more people or they show up way late or they don't show up at all, that's money lost. And in a smaller restaurant slash bar, you can't afford to lose that money. You just can't. So. That, I, my feeling, and then not everyone, I understand this is just my opinion on this. I, in none of my places do we accept reservations. I'd just rather roll the dice on people showing up and, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you seated when we can. Nice. <laughs> the comment to that question is as follows. From uh, Morbund Rotund. Not sure if you can make reservations there or if that ruins the vibe. Worst comes to worst, you can always head up to the top of the parking garage next door with a patio set and drink without anyone's prior consent. That sounds like a date night for Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that puts it into the Reddit one there. So let's move on to a couple of Google comments I just found, I just dug up here. I went for, I took a quick search for your bar on Google here and looked uh, sorted by lowest reviews. Look at this. Most of these are mine. <laughs> but uh, so this is a funny one from a year ago. I can read her. She got two reviews. I'm not going to read her name. I guess she really took the speakeasy theme to heart here. I was shocked when liquor was so blatantly on display in this speakeasy. The operator seemed to have no sense of the danger. No plan for when the cops come knocking. No second exit. I'll take my rum and my risks elsewhere. One star. This is the type of person who needs the directions on a shampoo bottle. Yeah. Like, well, honest to God, like, you really think we're running a legit speakeasy? We have a fucking liquor license on display on our shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Here's another one. Three stars. Not sure why this place is so expensive or why the vibe is always so dim. Turn up the music a little. Turn up the music. I usually get the opposite. Yeah, that was a year ago. I don't even know how to respond to that one, but uh, it sounds like there's definitely somebody involved in that post that's dim. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, that's a nice. <laughs> this is just kind of a funny, not much you can comment on this one, but it's just kind of a funny what this guy says from Torsten. Interesting atmosphere. Coming down the stairs, you feel like you may be going to a drug deal or something, but once you pass the curtain, it's a gorgeous bar. The rum-based cocktails are superb, and for the price, I'd hope so. The bar is still trying to figure out its identity. This is uh, over a year ago. But so long as the service remains at its high levels and the drink quality is still there, it'll be fine. I wish you'd give it four and a half, four stars. All right, well, that's a lovely review. I, I will take a little bit of issue still, still trying to find his identity. Who is this guy to decide who my ident- yeah. the identity of my bar is? But everything else he said was lovely. Yeah. And exactly the vibe that we were going for, frankly. Ooh. So maybe we already did find our identity. True. He just couldn't find it. Okay. I gotta say, oh, a lot of these ratings are good, although this comment's quite interesting. The aesthetic is gorgeous. The cocktails are great, and the service is exquisite. My only feedback is the music. 12 a.m. on a Saturday night in a speakeasy, quote, unquote. I don't think Janet Jackson should be playing along with other 80s tunes. I'd love to hear Prohibition-era music to go along with the great theme. Uh, okay, I actually remember this guy. So... <laughs> <laughs> so he came up and started complaining at the bar because our, our basically we play 80s disco music at our speakeasy. We're not trying to 
to like oh, let me be honest like yeah i understand the speakeasy era the 1930s jazz that's not really a party and we're tr- yeah we're trying to like create like a fun atmosphere in there and like if you were if you at midnight on a fucking saturday night if you came into a bar and heard a 1930s like swing shit at midnight you would probably not enjoy it that much and for the record it was Whitney Houston not Janet Jackson and he complained <laughs> that we were playing Janet Jackson fuck all these nice compliments god damn well they must have, how did you erase all if you my, build it uh, they will come yeah, how'd, you, how'd you erase all my reviews of this place <laughs> haven't you been kicked off Reddit yeah <laughs> a couple times I had to fucking register the IP in China now to get on there again but besides that Let's look at the most relevant. Eh, you know what? They're all five stars. Oh, well, let's see. Doing something right. Yeah. Black Widow. Black Widow. Let's see. Let's, the most, let's find some of the more recent, though. I'm curious to see if there's uh, anyone's commented since uh, you reopened. Uh, all good stuff. Beautiful hidden gem. Highly recommended. Best cocktails. Every time I go, agree with the utmost pleasure. Proper speakeasy. Cocktail list is on point. And if I want to deviate from the list, the craftsman behind the bar know exactly how to nail the cravings I have. So like a hand job or something like that. <laughs> Can't wait for COVID to settle so we go back to sugar on a regular basis. So these are all pretty nice. So, well, see, that's good. See, there are some smart people out there. Yeah, I was hoping to find more stuff where, you know, people bitch and complain, but... Uh, oh, we can pivot into me bitching and complaining about the guests. Let's do so. <laughs> so the other thing we were going to pivot to we were mentioning earlier is where... And, and again, this is where we want to bring the audience in as well. If you are out there and you have some pet peeves about guests, then feel free to email them to us or DM us on Instagram and we will read them on the show. Yeah, or even if you want to be really fancy, you can record them and just email them to the to us as well. So uh, I'll record a quick audio clip. That would be even clip. better. That yeah, because be I would hear you bitching. Record yeah. a quick audio clip and send it to info at theindustrypodcast.club and mm-hmm. we will uh, add them to this segment of the show. Yeah, so one day we can just go through some of the basics. Some of these ones we already know about, like the the um, shittiots who will come to the bar when you're like four deep, and uh, they finally get to the front of the bar. They've been yapping to their friend the whole time. They get there, they they're and they're completely unprepared. They don't know what they want to order. They don't have their money out. They don't have. They don't know how they want to pay. They don't. Uh, and, but literally, not even knowing what their order is, and then like seriously asking all their friends what they want at that time. Get it together. You've been waiting this whole time. Sounds like a lineup at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe instead of using that time to bitch about uh, the friend who was in the bathroom at the time, uh, blowing rails. Use it to get uh, your order together, so you know what the fuck you 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 want to order when you get to the front of the bar. We're busy. Yeah, that never. That'll never fit. That'll never change. Well, that's good to know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, one of the other ones that drives me crazy is like when I go to a table, the guest is like, "What? What would you recommend for me, motherfucker? I just met you. I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you like. Like, I don't know what you like to eat. I don't know what your allergies are. I don't know what you uh, do. You like sweet? Do you like sour? Do you like like? It's just like up to me. Like, I, I should, like I could come back with anything, and then immediate. And the, the other thing too is immediately they're gonna not like it. Mm, correct. Or, or they ask you for your recommendation, you recommend three different things, and then they just order something completely different. <laughs> like, yes. well, just don't bring me into it. Know what you want. I understand people who don't know what they want when they go out to eat or drink. Do you not, like, you've lived in your own body this whole time. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty common one. Uh, I remember, I think when I worked for you, quite often people would ask me. They would say, "Well, oh, what do you recommend?" And I'd be like, "Same thing." Well, what do you like? Sweet, sour, salty? Yeah, and give I, me some I, direction. Be, yep. Yeah. Is the response? Yeah, I yep, like it all. all of them. Okay. Just give me a little bit of fucking direction here. Yeah. <laughs> you you worked in a nightclub. How about those people who got to the front and then they would like or make a whole order, ordering for people three deep back from them, yelling, waving their money at you. Yep. And then the second you go to make the drink, they turn around, they're not paying attention anymore, they're like dancing and facing the fucking... All the fucking time, nightclub uh. style, my favorite. Uh, and then they, w- they would order eight different shooters, and then mention, yeah, I'm paying for these four, and then these, my four friends are paying for each of theirs individually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone's right. got a bank card, and it's lined up, and uh, yeah, or and that works for people sitting at tables too, where it's like, oh, a round of shots, a round of shots, and then they expect you to put a shot on each individual bill. Oh like, yeah, no, buddy, you ordered it. Yeah, you know what? That that's the result of them dining out too many times at Kelsey's and Krabby Joe's, where they split up the appetizers in the in the. Yeah, in but the still, space. man, you order a round of shots, you pay for the round of shots. Yeah. Like that just seems like it's amateur night. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> Yeah, we used to get that one a lot. We just wanted to keep this one a little shorty to uh, just give you guys some content this week uh, because we had, did have a cancellation. Maybe we'll try and do some more of this stuff. We do get a lot of cancellations. Yep. <laughs> Please, let's uh, let's keep this going. DM us or email us your pet peeves or your... Complaints. Complaints, yeah. Even if you have complaints about places you like to go to, if you're not actually in the industry but you listen to the show. Yeah, uh, we'll read them, we'll play them. Yeah, we'll, uh, complaints as a guest, complaints as a, uh, as, or as a, a complaint from someone who's in the industry complains about your co-workers actually I got one more now yep. we're talking about staff is is the people who are like you listen to them bitch non-stop and moan and complain about how they have no money and they're just broke all the time and they really need to work but then there's always the people who are trying to get cut first and they're constantly <laughs> trying to ditch shifts and like I, I, that one's driving me mental I don't care if you constantly want to get cut or want to ditch shifts but I don't want to hear how broke you are no no. How, how long is a typical shift out of curiosity at your bar? A typical shift? Like, I don't know. The average shift in the service industry is 8 to 10 hours. That's kind of how it works. Like, And, look, it's I get it. We You don't get a lot of breaks. You don't... Um, There's no one-hour lunch break? No, it's just not the way the industry is set up. And if you want to th- listen to how that maybe should or could be changed, you should listen to our episode with John Rennie that we had last week. He's got some ideas about that. I, it's not the industry I grew up in. It's like, this is the job we've chosen, and you kind of, that's, like, you know, you're going to pull eight to ten hours, and you're not going to get a lot of breaks. Sometimes you're going to be busy. Sometimes you're going to be dead. Sometimes you're going to make a shit ton of money. Sometimes you're not going to make a shit ton of money. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. But it all evens out in the end. But, I, like, the, at the end of the day, like, you show up, you work your shift, and... And make your money and go home. You make your money and go home, like or you don't make money that night, or whatever. But uh, like, I, I can't hear and yet another person say, "Oh, I'm so broke. I barely made rent this month. Oh, I, I really can't work Sunday. I'm so tired." <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I can't, I can't hear it anymore. That one has never changed in this industry. It drives me mental. <laughs> and on that note, we'll let you guys go for th- this episode of the Industry Podcast. Again, DM us or email us your pet peeves, either as a guest or as a member of the service industry, and we will start reading them on our show before every episode. Mm-hmm. That's correct, as Ed McMahon would say. Yes. <laughs> so thanks for joining us again, and we will catch you next week with an actual guest. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. All right.